Tonight on the Worldview Report, in a rare public comment, Prince William weighs in on the Israel-Gaza war. The head of the European Central Bank tells employees to get on the climate change bandwagon or risk being fired from their jobs. The government of Germany is about to implement a censorship program reminiscent of Orwell's Thought Police. The state of Michigan is looking for a few good volunteers to house migrants in their homes. President Trump narrows down his choices for vice president. And the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, sends out a memo to State Department employees telling them they must remove certain words from their vocabulary that he and others find offensive. And America experiences a solar storm and their phones go down nationwide. What should we really be preparing for? All this tonight and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening and welcome to the Worldview Report. America experienced what appears to be a solar storm and cell phone communications went down all across the country. I dealt with it today on my broadcast that is aired on 67 radio stations across America and here at worldviewtube.com and patriot.tv. My guest was David Pine, Executive Vice President of the EMP Task Force. A few years ago, from this very desk, Dr. Peter Pry sat here and did a whole program on the threat of solar storms and the likelihood that such storms could actually put down the entire power grid. Many people have paid little, if any, attention. Today, more people are now paying attention. We were fortunate it was just cell phone communications, and within a few hours, most everybody had their communications restored. But it is a warning to us about what could be an increase in solar storms throughout 2024. We'll deal with this more exclusively during Brandon House Live a little bit later tonight. The Prince of Wales and future King of England waxed poetic in a social media post about the Israel-Hamas war on Tuesday, calling on Israel to end its offensive against the Islamic terror organization. Weighing in on current events, well, that's not something the royal family does very often, which commentators were quick to point out. But Prince William showed he may be more vocal even than his father, King Charles. Charles is also very active in politics, but he works behind the scenes on a mostly non-public role. William, not so much. He voiced concerns about the humanitarian crisis that he says has been created by the war. The subject matter of his post on X was a surprise to many longtime royalty watchers. William made his desire for an end to the war known on February 20th. And sure enough, it was reported on Wednesday, February 21st, that new peace talks were underway. An Associated Press article was posted on Wednesday stating, quote, new attempts are underway to reach a ceasefire deal between Israel and Hamas that could pause the war in Gaza. A member of Israel's war cabinet said late on Wednesday, end quote. The article continued by quoting 
Benny Gans, a former IDF chief and defense minister, is saying, quote, initial signs indicate a possibility of moving forward, end quote. Was it Prince William who got the peace talks back on track? Well, we may never know, but he is clearly willing to use his influence and use it publicly. He is definitely someone to watch out for on the world stage, if you know what I mean. A top European Central Bank official stunned employees by saying people who don't buy into the institution's green objectives aren't welcome to work here. Frank Ellerson, one of six members of the ECB's executive board, told an internal meeting, quote, I don't want these people anymore, end quote. His comments, verified by Politico, have sparked outrage among ECB staff, who described them as, quote, authoritarian, end quote. Instead, they showed a free and open discussion about climate change and the role the bank should play in tackling it was no longer possible at the Frankfurt-based organization. At the meeting earlier this month, Elderson asked employees, some in person, some online, quote, why would we want to hire people who we have to reprogram? Because they came from the best universities, but they still don't know how to spell the word climate, end quote. So there you have it. International discrimination against sane conservatives by the insane globalists. And it's in wide open, folks. They don't even try to hide it anymore. If you aren't bowing down and submitting to the climate agenda, which, by the way, is entirely anti-freedom in every way imaginable, I guess you won't be able to get a job in the financial sector. And how many other sectors are doing the same thing? I think you know the answer. A massive fire broke out at a French industrial site used for recycling hybrid and electric car batteries. This was on Saturday, sending thick clouds of smoke into the air. The town in southern France was showered by black clouds of smoke after the fire broke out at a warehouse used to hold hybrid and electric lithium batteries. Overall, the site held an estimated 900 tons of lithium batteries. Officials claim that the cause of the fire has still not been determined. This is according to a press report. A, quote, preventative confinement over a radius of 500 meters, end quote, was initially put in place surrounding the site on Saturday afternoon. But it was later lifted in the evening after it was determined that the smoke did not present a danger. Local authorities claim that an analysis of the thick smoke from the fire found that its toxicity levels were not a risk to the general public. They released a statement that read as follows, quote, the measurements carried out on site and around the site with regard to the substances emitted in the smoke have made it possible to rule out any risk for the populations, end quote. Well, doesn't that sound eerily familiar? Remember East Palestine, Ohio? Everything is safe, nothing to worry about. As the creeks turn purple, people felt sick and worse. The Associated Press reports that Germany's top security official said Tuesday that she aims to make it easier to trace financing of right-wing extremists and plans to set up an, quote, early recognition unit, end quote, to deter far-right and foreign disinformation campaigns before they actually happen. Of course, this sounds like a modern rendition of the thought police, right? The AP reports, sure enough, that Interior Minister Nancy Faser's proposals follow, quote, large protests 
against the far right in Germany in recent weeks, end quote, adding that, quote, they reflect growing concern after a report said extremists met to discuss deporting millions of immigrants, including some with German citizenship, and that some members of the far right alternative for Germany party, whose support has doubled since the country's 2021 election, were present, end quote. Germany's domestic intelligence agency says the number of far-right extremists has been rising in the past two years. Note that the governing authorities, they never seem to bother to investigate why so-called far-right extremism might be attractive to a growing, well, swath of Western populations, who, by the way, see their freedoms evaporating amid the onslaught of anti-farmer, anti-food, anti-energy policies well, that are enacted by these climate fanatics. So, in a classic case of life-imitating dystopian sci-fi pulp fiction, the German Fourth Reich has announced big plans for so-called far-right extremists, which now means anyone not blindly obedient to government dictates. This will, of course, remind a few astute observers of the 2002 Hollywood movie starring Tom Cruise, and it was titled Minority Report. The plot of that film is that the state, they devised a, well, a method, an algorithm of detecting crime before it would even happen and therefore eliminated all murders in Washington, D.C. by 2054. Pretty interesting, huh? Fox 2 in Detroit reports that the Office of Global Michigan, that's what it's called, is looking for volunteers to house migrants in their homes and help integrate them into U.S. society. The Michigan Department of Labor and Economic Development says residents who participate must make a 90-day commitment. As part of the refugee support program, residents are asked to help with relocation needs due to the border crisis and make a home for them in the state. Residents are asked to meet the person or family at the airport, help them find housing, enroll their children in school, and help with finding employment for adults as part of the, what's being called the Welcome Corps. Poppy Hernandez, Michigan's Chief Equity and Inclusion Officer and Director of the Office of Global Michigan, told Fox News Channel 2, quote, The Office of Global Michigan's goal is to make Michigan the home for opportunity for our immigrants, refugee, and ethnic communities. With expanded refugee resettlement pathways, everyday Michiganders can provide refuge and build a state where people are welcomed with open arms, end quote. Well, apparently there are also other ways to help be a sponsor. An individual or a family through the CHNV program is available to help people from Cuba, people from Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela. Residents can also sponsor an individual or family from Ukraine. Also available in Michigan's Ambassadors and Allies program is the opportunity to, quote, become an ambassador and share your sponsorship experience in the community, end quote, while, quote, allies and recruiters can support by being welcoming, recruiting, volunteering, donating, or mentoring refugees, end quote. So what could possibly go wrong? Again, letting people into your home with a commitment of at least 90 days. What could possibly go wrong? Well, you won't see such a program from Governor Gretchen Whitmer and her administration helping the homeless, 
and disabled veterans. No, you won't, you won't see that, right? But for foreign refugees, whew, they can get very creative and roll out the red carpet and lots of money. We have a bit of good news to report tonight in the culture war surrounding the trans-obsessed movement. CBN News reports that a professor at a Texas college who was fired from his job after teaching standard principles about human biology, such as there are only two genders, has been reinstated to his position almost a year after he was let go. First Liberty Institute, which represented Dr. Johnson Varkey after he was fired from St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas, they announced on February 20th that a settlement had been reached with the school. The law firm filed allegations of discrimination with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission against St. Phillips and the Alamo Community College District earlier this year. Varkey told CBN's Faithwire during an interview in June of 2023 that the college informed him of an ethics complaint in January and terminated him just weeks later without giving him even a reason for the firing. The professor, who taught more than 1,500 students about human biology since taking the position in 2003, was left to speculate about the root cause of his firing. In November, he told a class that sex is determined by chromosomes X and Y, a biological fact. Well, a few students walked out of the classroom, leading him to ponder whether this was the catalyst of the complaints at the very center of his termination. More lawsuits like this, folks, need to be filed. And there needs to be a message sent to the lunatics behind persecuting individuals such as this professor. We'll be right back after this break. Celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. Welcome back, and thank you for watching the broadcast, and thank you for reminding your friends or telling your friends that this broadcast, as well as many of my other programs, can be found free of charge for them to watch online, live, and on demand at worldviewtube.com. You can always watch what we're doing live at worldviewtube.com slash live. It's that simple. worldviewtube.com slash live. And that'll get you our live streaming player. You can also leave comments during the broadcast, worldviewtube.com slash live. And then if you want to watch all of our archived programs, then you just go to worldviewtube.com. That's it, just worldviewtube.com. But again, if you want to watch programs live streamed, it's worldviewtube.com slash 
live. Now, all of these programs are brought to you in part by one of our biggest sponsors, WVW Foundation. The foundation exists to help push out programming as a broadcast service and ministry, helping people to understand the times through the lens of a Christian worldview. Whether we're talking about the issue of law, science, economics, history, family, social issues, education, religion, border security, national security, globalism, active euthanasia, we can indeed apply a biblical worldview to all these topics. And that's what our foundation is really all about, helping to push out news, information, programming, books, conferences, literature for free as a public service and a ministry. So if you'd like to support the foundation, which is one of our biggest sponsors to push out free programming versus putting it all behind a paywall, then please do visit wvwfoundation.com, wvwfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail. Don't forget our foundation also is the sponsor of our Sunday night church service held each and every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time at worldviewtube.com slash live, worldviewtube.com slash live on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central. We're finishing up a series now called Twisted Scripture, Twisted Theology. Some of the most commonly twisted scriptures by uh, globalists, liberals, cultural Marxists, and some well-meaning but misinformed individuals. Verses twisted like, judge not lest you be judged which is used to say you should never make a judgment about anything. Well, that's not what the text is teaching at all. That series will be finishing up soon, and then I endeavor to start teaching through the book of Revelation. So if you'd like to join us on Sunday nights for that church service, it's available live Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central at worldview2.com slash live. And again, brought to you by wvwfoundation.com. Thank you for your support. Fox 26 reports that a Branchville Correctional Facility in Indiana, that's a State Department of Corrections facility for men, and they report that one of their chaplains is being sued by an inmate convicted of murder. The individual's name is supposedly Autumn, but is also known as Jonathan C. Richardson. The individual identifies as a trans-Muslim woman and allegedly has been prohibited by a prison chaplain from wearing a hijab outside of his cell. Hijab, of course, is a head covering that's traditionally worn by Muslim women. Richardson is serving a 55-year sentence for strangling his 11-month-old stepdaughter to death with his bare hands back in 2001. The convicted murderer argues in his lawsuit filed last year on November 30th that he should be able to wear hijab, quote, anywhere I go within the facility, end quote. So, We'll see where that goes. Tony Blinken sent out a cable recently to State Department officials, instructing them to refrain from using offensive terms like, wait for it, father. Did you know that was offensive? Refrain from using offensive terms like father, mother, manpower, husband, wife, son, and daughter. Blinken said these words could be offensive to coworkers. Folks, the world is falling apart. Spinning into chaos. Blinken? Well, he's rewriting the English language. Now you know why no one respects the Secretary of State, not even other world leaders. Albanian Prime Minister, well, he held a press conference with Blinken last week in Albania. And during the press conference, he defended President Trump on his NATO strategy. Take a look at this video clip of Blinken being schooled by a foreign leader. Now, if you want me to have uh, 
to, to have a take on the American Congress and Senate, I think I should not go there because let's say that the American politics nowadays is not at its best. But uh, one thing I can say, I had the privilege to be Prime Minister of Albania in NATO when the foreign president was, uh, was there. And uh, despite the rhetoric, despite uh, the colorful way to confront uh, adversaries, I don't see that NATO was weakened. On the contrary, what was uh, decided before continued to be the case. Every country continued to, to uh, put more money and to put more effort in increasing the NATO budget. So uh, now elections are elections. Trump is Trump. Uh, American politics is American politics. But I think the United States is something more than that. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk. Well, that's priceless. No wonder the mainstream corporate media did not report on that story, right? The New York Post reports that President Trump has acknowledged that at least five high-profile Republicans and one former Democrat are on his shortlist for potential running mates in the general election, including Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and one-time Democratic presidential primary candidate Tulsi Gabbard. The GOP presidential frontrunner confirmed his shortlist after Fox News host Laura Ingram rattled off a list of names at a town hall event in Greenville, South Carolina, which she said audience members deemed good choices for him to tap for the vice presidency. The names, as I said, included Gabbard, DeSantis, Senator Tim Scott, Representative Brian Donalds, biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, and South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem. Quote, are they all on your short list? End quote. That's what Ingram asked President Trump, to which he replied, quote, they are. They're all solid. And I always say I want people with common sense because there's so many things happening in this country that don't make sense. End quote. Well, now it's time for our nightly worldview report commentary. The open border is finally getting to Joe Biden, and he's getting ready to cook up a plan, apparently that will be announced, I'm sure, with a lot of fanfare. And it'll be all about how he's going to secure the border, right? Of course, the optics of a wide-open border with caravans of Chinese men flowing into America, well, they just aren't good in an election year. So the mainstream media, they're going to help out good old Joe and offer up an apparent solution, or what looks like a solution. But it's going to be big on talk and really low on action. And there will be no stimming of the flow, not in any significant way. The story came out by NBC News on February 21st, saying that Biden and his regime, quote, are considering taking unilateral action without Congress to make it harder for migrants to pass the initial screening for asylum at the U.S.-Mexico border and quickly deport recently arrived migrants who don't meet the criteria, end quote. The story cites three unnamed U.S. sources, quote, with knowledge of the deliberations, in quote. The actions, which the story says are still weeks away from finalization, well, they're an effort to lower the numbers of migrants crossing the southern border illegally 
as immigration remains a top issue for voters heading into the 2024 presidential election. Under the new proposed policies, NBC tells us that asylum officers would be instructed to raise the standards that they use in their so-called credible fear interviews. This represents the first screening given to an asylum seeker who's trying to avoid deportation for crossing the border illegally. And Immigration and Customs Enforcement, well, they'll be told to prioritize recently arriving migrants for deportation in a, quote, last in, first out, in quote, policy. That's what the officials said. So we'll see how many actually get deported under Joe Biden's regime. A congressional aide with knowledge of the deliberation said the administration has yet to make a decision. But raising the bar on asylum and deporting more newly arriving migrants are considered low-hanging fruit and actions that can be taken quickly. Folks, what this is is just an admission, an admission of failure. And it proves that there is low-hanging fruit. But all you have to do to pick it off, well, is enforce existing laws. There is no need for new legislation. but by making it look like he's supposedly aware now of the problem, had an epiphany on this whole border crisis and the need to secure it, what it does is this. It accomplishes another big item for Joe Biden, and that is using this issue as leverage against House Republicans. House Republicans who say that they're not going to appropriate any more money for Ukraine until the border deal is dealt with. So in the end, it's looking like another political move to get what they want, not any genuine desire to stem the tide of illegals flowing into the country. In the end, it will be too little, too late on this border crisis. Biden, in fact, has already allowed nearly 8 million illegals into the country since he went into the White House, including, by the way, nearly 60,000 Chinese of military age. And by the way, those guys, they're roaming around the country. And we have video and pictures of them practicing with weapons on firing ranges. So Congress should stand its ground and refuse to appropriate any more money to this money pit known as Ukraine. Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. As always, thank you for watching and for supporting this viewer-supported broadcast. One way you can support us and I think support your health at the same time is order this. This is, again, an elixir. It is called Bella Grace. Three powerful ingredients. I take it twice a day. Collagen, and men, we need collagen too for hair growth, eyesight, flexibility of our joints and muscles. Collagen, cat's claw, a strong anti-inflammatory. A lot of problems apparently are inflammation. And astraxanthin. This astraxanthin won the 2022 Cognitive Award crosses the brain-blood barrier, loaded with antioxidants to go after those free radicals. Again, we've got a retention rate of over 80%. Over 80% of the people that order this keep ordering it. Why? Well, it must be working for them, right? So again, if you want more details on a way I think you can support your health and us at the same time, you might want to check out melissahousebg.com. That's the custom landing page we made. And again, uh, that is melissahousebg.com. Another way you can support us and I think support your health is another um, product that has been vetted by Melissa and she's now using it as well. You can go to superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse.com. Do you like to juice? I like juicing. 
I like the product at the end. I don't like the actual juicing or the cleanup, which is why we're always hit and miss on the juicing. Well, now we got a way to juice without juicing. What do I mean? Well, it's called superfoodshouse.com. They do the juicing for you. See, they bring the fruits and vegetables out of the field, organic, not sprayed with pesticide, glyphosate, that kind of thing. They bring in, let's say, the carrots from the field, bring it into their facility, and they juice it. Then they dehydrate it. Then they take that powder with no additives, put it in a bag, and they ship it to you. Now, if you want to make some kind of berry shake or you want to have a carrots, carrot juice, you want to have a, sh a carrot shake, if you will, you can do that with all the great protein and nutrition without, without the work of juicing and the cleanup and the time and buying all the carrots and storing them in your refrigerator and cleaning them and doing it, okay? Melissa is on the 30-day program. You don't have to do the 30-day program. You can if you want. But if you want to just order the individual packages you want, you'll find them there at superfoodshouse.com. And thank you, because a lot of you, since we introduced this new partnership, a lot of you started doing that. We've only been uh, in this partnership with them about three weeks. And a lot of you are indeed trying this out. So thank you for that. Superfoodshouse.com. And then, of course, you can go to twc.health forward slash Brandon, twc.health forward slash Brandon, get your own emergency medical kit, ivermectin, amoxicillin, and others. This is a company that, uh, well, my buddy, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. James Thorpe work with. So again, you can get your own emergency medical kit, one for each of your family members, and have it stored away in case there's a problem and you need medicines, antibiotics and you can't get them because of some kind of emergency or crisis in the country, you'll have them on hand in advance. My family has done this, and we're very glad we did. I hope you will consider doing the same thing. twc.health forward slash Brandon. Just a few ways you can support us, and I think support your family at the same time. Well, that's our broadcast for tonight. Thank you so much for watching. May God save America. Take care. <laughs>